Recorded live from the Hammond Point Studios in Lyman, South Carolina, this is the All 7 Days Podcast, where you can send your questions in at askatall7days.com, join the All 7 Days Hangout on Facebook, or leave a voicemail or text, 864-660-9473. Normally, this show is just a couple of church members having a conversation about spiritual matters where the Bible gets to define truth and our minds and perspectives get to conform to that truth. And that's still sort it's of still happening. The, still the case. But uh, Trevor, it's the it's the Sunday before Thanksgiving, and Trevor is traveling, so couldn't be with us today. But when Cody heard about the subject matter of today's topic, he said, and I quote, "I want in." <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so we're going to talk about something that Cody wants to talk about. Well, eventually. Eventually. So what else is going on? But Cody? but also but also because you said, "Hey, do you want to talk about this?" And I said, "Okay." I <laughs> I didn't interject myself into that one. I think you did. Well, maybe I did. I don't know. <laughs> well, this uh, today's a well. That's my truth. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're gonna have a postmodern uh, yes recording today. It no, is. we're not. It's whatever you feel like it should mm-hmm. be. No, and, the Bible gets to define truth and, and minds and perspectives. And how we know things is completely contingent upon our experiences. <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> All right. Sorry, I couldn't say that with a straight face. I just noticed you got Piper's Providence book on your shelf. Yes. I have not yet picked up a copy, but dang, boy. Uh, I know. He's thick. <laughs> <laughs> Your sister bought me that book. Oh, how about it? I know, That's right? That's cool. Yeah. and God, You uh, could kill someone with that book. I'm afraid to open it. Why? Because it's thick, son. <laughs> You'll get a hernia or worse, a hemorrhoid from well, picking it up? That, that, oh, that could be. Um, now we know what isn't going to be the profile picture for this episode. <laughs> You know, not everybody gets to see those. I'm not exactly sure which podcast. Um, it seems like something you'd see on Medicalpedia's Instagram page. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? No. Surgeries and traumatic injuries oh, and yeah. the whole thing is. I'm so into, uh, there's a there's a YouTube channel now that's doing uh, medical explanations with cadavers. Oh. It's really cool. I need a link. Uh, okay. I've recently been obsessed with it's this guy named cash jordan and he's an apartment uh he's an apartment agent in new york city and so he does promotional stuff for all of these apartments and some of them are really really nice and some of them are like 90 square feet <laughs> and they're still like 800 900 a month oh my gosh <laughs> and so I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with those it's like how do you do this do you but then i get this? ideas for my own storage yeah yeah <laughs> That's true. No, the uh, the cadaver the cadaver guys are um, super great at you know pulling out a body part, explaining how it works, and saying things you know things that I would be concerned about, like kidney stones and how they form and yep. that kind of stuff. It's it's very educational. And here's what it looks like. Exactly. So yeah. And that guy doesn't mind. He does not. He dead. He ain't using it no more. <laughs> nope. Checked out. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Oh. <laughs> this is the All 7 Days podcast where we talk about dead people. <laughs> <laughs> we 
Which is every episode, actually. Yeah, it's true. Okay. Uh, a little reform humor there. Yeah, there you go. All right, cool. Anything going on with Cody that we need to promote or talk about? Promote? By uh, Westminster Effects. Yeah, when is this coming out? Stuff. It'll be out tomorrow. Oh, well, in that case, we're going to have the Black Friday sale coming up. Black so. Friday sale at Westminster, West, com. Yep. There'll coupon. be a coupon code. I don't know what it is yet. It That's how organized be, I am. It should be Thanks 21 or something, right? Something like that. Okay. We'll figure it out. All right. So look online, follow Westminster Effects. Buy your guitar stuff there. We also have gift cards if you have a guitarist in your life that you want to buy a gift for. But since you're not a guitarist and you have no idea what any of this stuff does. You can get hats, mugs. Also that. T-shirts. Yep. Some pretty cool T-shirts come out recently. Yep. The one with the Osteen distortion on the front. Yep. Pretty pretty awesome. uh, Because the the shirt is green. (laughs) The chick delay and use more delay with the cow. Love it. Uh, Stuff like that. So I need to expand that more, but whatever. You know, I'm only one person. You will, do so much. But you're pretty good at marketing. It's more so that I'm just a shameless self-promoter is all. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's true. If you're trying to sell unless, yourself. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're having an issue There with can humility. be something wrong with, yeah. <laughs> and, and depending on your profession. Yeah. Like if you're a pastor, you probably shouldn't be a shameless I self-promoter. I assume not. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of different directions we can go with that. Uh, okay. All right, well, we do have a question to get into, and we should do that. Did I miss anything? Mugs and T-shirts, askitall7days.com slash shop, self-promotion. Yep. And you can support the podcast monthly, anchor.fm slash all7days. We'll take a quick break. This is the All 7 Days Podcast. Welcome back to the All 7 Days Podcast. Cody's here with a sheepish grin on his face. Uh, I mean, just the magic of I know of podcasting. The break that isn't. Yes. <laughs> Come on, Anchor. Help us out. I know, right? Put a put a put somebody in here who wants to pay us money to put an advertisement. So we can have nice things. I know. All right. So our question today comes from Tanya, and I thought it was excellent. Um, and this is the one you did interject yourself on. I yeah. want in. That's okay. What you said. Okay. Okay. Uh, and it's, she says, "I wonder why we don't sing songs about the wrath of God." Didn't David? And yes, yeah, so, David did. So to answer it, to answer the simpler question first, <laughs> yes. Yes, he absolutely <laughs> did. Now, David's take on the wrath of God was he was trying to get some on his enemies most of the time that I remember, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, it helps to have the whole New Testament in perspective as well. Sure. Right? Uh, we don't read any verse in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. And so we understand that the whole Old Testament points to Jesus. Yes. And so if Jesus is the greater David, right, yep, yep. then Jesus also wants to pour out wrath on God's enemies. Yes. Right? And uh, now, that doesn't mean he wants to pour it out on all of God's enemies because he wants to turn some of God's enemies into some of God's children's. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, where did you get the term children's? Probably you. Probably, but where did I get it? Uh, I think it was a former elder's wife. What was the guy's name that we used to go to church? Oh, it was a long time ago. You were way too young to remember that. She used to say children's all the time. Okay, fair enough. Okay. But. Uh, the point being, um, David sang about that under inspiration of the third person of the triune God. Yes. So <laughs> that means it's a, it's at 
the very least okay. Yeah. And really, if we're to sing song, psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, it is then encouraged and commanded at some point. To sing about... God's wrath. God's wrath. And, but in what what terms for us? As far as where do we want God's wrath directed? Right. Uh, so I think... It's, and I, it's, and I it's say a multi, this... It's a multifaceted answer. I, I agree. And I say this, especially in light of Bradley's sermon last week and this week, mm-hmm. where he's talking about Jesus setting his face to Jerusalem, going through Samaritans. The Samaritans rejected him. Peter and John want to call down fire, mm-hmm. a little wrath. And Jesus has just instructed his, his disciples that when they go through a town and they don't accept them, just to shake the dust off their feet. Right. Well, it's it's shaking the dust off, I'm pretty sure, had Old Testament implications, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember book, chapter, verse, but it was more so they were missing the point. Yes. It it wasn't uh, the, the kingdom of God doesn't spread militarily. And right. so calling in a heavenly drone strike <laughs> isn't how you spread the kingdom. Uh, th- you actually see that in... Uh, that C.S. Lewis movie that we watched, he actually called Islam the greatest Christian heresy, right? Right, uh, where Islam does spread that way through yeah. jihad, yeah. right? Um, and, Convert or die, right? Yeah. And so that's not how Christianity is intended to spread, right? Nor has it ever truly spread that way, right? But I'm also thinking of vengeance is mine, says the Lord, I will repay. Or I might have flipped that, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. There's the the piece of for us, we don't take the vengeance and the wrath into our own hands. We right. leave that to God. Right. And so in terms of how we should respond, I think of Revelation 15, okay. which, you know, granted, there are many, many, many different interpretations of the book of Revelation. So Granted, yes. So whatever. Uh, so regardless <laughs> of how you read it, um, you have... The seven angel with the seven plagues, mm-hmm. and then you have uh, and I s- COVID. Yep, yep. Maybe no, no, it's not. It's <laughs> <laughs> happened a long time ago. I almost got you. No, uh, and I saw what happened to be a sea of glass mingled with fire, and also those who had conquered the beast and its image and the number of its name standing beside the sea of glass with harps of God in their hands, and they sang the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying. Great and amazing are your deeds, O Lord God the Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the nations. And it goes on some more. Uh, but, I mean, basically in Revelation 15, you have people praising God for sending people to hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which which jostles the American Christian mind a little bit, right? It does. It does. So... In all the, since I've been thinking about this question, I can only think of one song that we actually sing mm-hmm. that actually talks about the wrath of God. Yep. And and we confirm the title because I couldn't remember the title. It's in Christ Alone. Yep. It's, when was that originally written? I about mean, that's, 20 years ago, I think. Okay. So was that a, that was, but I mean, wasn't that based on an older hymn? We're talking mm-hmm. about the Christian Stanfield thing? No, this is the Gettys. Of the Gettys wrote this. The, okay. the the version that we play is Christian Stanfield's version. Yes, they got the whoa, he, whoa, whoa, whoa's in it. Right. And he 
in the recorded version and what he does is he actually skips this verse altogether because this verse was relatively controversial when it first came out okay uh in that uh some theologically liberal quote-unquote red letter christians where Mm -hmm. you know we want to live by the words of jesus and then totally ignore what he said about the rest of scripture um (laughs) yeah but uh, in the second verse till on that cross as jesus died the wrath of god was satisfied yeah and theological liberals uh, the way you can put it is, you know, with fundamentalism, uh, ma- man is very bad and God is very mad. But with theological liberalism, man isn't so bad and God isn't so mad. Right. <laughs> now, in fact, I would say they would say God is not mad at all. Not at all. He's pretty happy with you. Right. Just as you are. He just and loves whatever. you. Don't, you know, just right. be the best you you can be. Right. Which you see creeping in. To oh other gosh. facets. Oh, yeah. uh, but anyway, uh, there were some liberal uh, people who asked if they could change that to, on the cross as Jesus died, the love of God was magnified. And the Gettys said, no, we don't give you permission to change those lyrics right. uh, because we wrote them that way for a reason. Mm-hmm. And that's because that's what the Bible says. You yeah. can deal with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is finished. It is. Yes. It is paid in full. Yes. Um, oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, check out Stephen Turner's song. Yeah, how about that? Um, can you could you think of any other wrath songs that we sing where it's mentioned? Not off the top of my head. Okay, so that's, uh, that's we, the only one we've got. So right, does which that, does that tell us something about the theology of the things we're singing nowadays? Yes, but it's not just a these days kind of thing. This right. isn't just a going back to the nineties. Um, as much as we love the old hymns, you know, mm-hmm. great is thy faithfulness. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the one that I played for you for the intro? Oh, uh, come thou fount. Yes. Every blessing. Um, so the and eight, o, o worship uh, the king. Uh, and the yeah. Yeah. So the 17 and 1800s produced a lot of great hymns. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one way I've heard it put is none of those hymn writers had any enemies. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was basically, uh, kind of an individualism, and it was me and Jesus, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Now, obviously, we need to sing songs about our individual relationships with Jesus. Yeah, but we also need to sing covenantal songs, mm-hmm. which is where the Psalms come in. Yeah, right. Because you see how much David talks about Israel, mm-hmm. right? So the New Testament analog to Israel is the church. Israel and the church are the really one and the same. They're right. not, it was never meant to be a geopolitical entity or whatever. Right. Right. Um, and even the current state of Israel is not Israel. The church is still Israel. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And so he's singing covenantally about God coming to Israel's aid and whatnot. And so when we sing Psalms now, it needs to be he's coming to Israel's aid, understanding the true Israel of the church. Right. So, and the church, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but the church has a couple enemies. A couple. A couple, yeah. here and there. Yeah. Um, but where where are those enemies? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see that many, well, I do see more enemies coming in the United States. Right. But I see more of those enemies in... Middle Eastern countries, sure, like that are that are so obvious, right? Where right. they're where they're persecuting and actually killing Christians, mm-hmm. 
by the hundreds, by the way. Um, well, I think I don't. I don't think overt persecution is the only way to have an enemy. Oh, I agree. Uh, you, I agree. You think of uh, oh, and I can't remember the the chapter and verse reference. Um, oh, it's actually Revelation two, uh, talking about the Nicolaitans, and then it gets into the sin of Balaam. Mm. Right, where Balaam, we all remember the talking donkey story. Yeah, and he slapped the crap out of the donkey, and eventually the angel of the Lord, meaning pre-incarnate Jesus, shows up and he's like, "Are you are you really that stupid? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong right. with you people?" And, and so Balaam was being paid. He was a he was a an oracle prophet, mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. kind of a sorcerer, really uh, being paid by. Uh, an enemy king yep. to curse Israel, and he wouldn't do it because Yahweh wouldn't let him. Right. right? Mm-hmm. But eventually, what Balaam did was he effectively infiltrated Israel and gave them over to idol worship and sexual immorality. Wow. That's an enemy of the church, too. It is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know? Very and, true. and we can see that creeping in in certain sectors of yeah. what claims to be Christianity. So. Uh, but I guess we're we're kind of veering off the right. actual topic. Identifying here, enemies as opposed to talking about singing about wrath and enemies and right. stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, what would be the proper response of current worship leaders in writing music? Is it is it a, is it a time and a place where we need to bring back this thought of of God's wrath and... Um, and possibly including the satisfaction of it for the for the people in the church. Yes, I mean, in order to understand the gospel, you have to understand at least atonement. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That that Jesus paid for that wrath that you were about to get. Right. Yes. Um. So at baseline, we have to sing about wrath in that regard. Yeah. Right, and we do. Right. Yeah. Um, and we understand certain things and we sing about them and whatever. Uh, now, in terms of what's called imprecation, uh, praying that God would wipe out his enemies, mm-hmm. um, it's going to take patience. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, you have to play the long game with that because so many people are. Uh, so used to the K Love approach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of the happy clappy sappy uh basically soupy sounding post rock with jesus sprinkled in yeah uh with you know uh and don't get me wrong i love using reverb yeah <laughs> right yep. but, but lots and lots of reverb on the guitars and lots of swells and whatever and it ends up being if I could, I'm the guest, so you can mute me if you want. No, no, no. It turns into, it's not just Jesus is my boyfriend type of stuff, but yeah. it dang near turns into pillow talk with Jesus. Oh, yeah. I agree. <laughs> and some of I it's agree. creepy, you know? Yeah, it is. Where it's only about me and my individual relationship with Jesus, and that's never what the church has been about anyway. Right, yeah. And so with writing these songs, you know, maybe you start off a little less blunt and work some of the concepts in, and eventually then you get to outright quoting Revelation 15 or the Song of Moses or yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. yeah, somewhere along the line, we've lost we've lost the, the understanding that God is a judge. Somehow we've turned him 
into more of a court court gesture. Um, oh, oh goodness! In that, you know what I'm saying? You in might that, have, you might have just killed some people. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> is it not true? I mean, we 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 okay. So just to compare, right? Our legal system came from the Bible. Yes, in its roots, mm-hmm. right? So nowhere in a, in anyone's right thinking would they say that a criminal who had killed someone, raped someone and killed someone, standing before a judge would say, yeah, but I, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> right? And right. I've done some really good things since then. Would anyone think that the judge would say, oh, well, okay, you can go free? Right. Well, I think it even even before that, uh, you know, whoever wants to be angry at me can email me at ask at all seven days dot com. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll forward those right on. We'll right. Just, we'll just set that to permanent uh, forward right now. So it, you've got this notion going around the church of God's not mad at you. Just point blank. God right. is not mad. Yeah. Uh, and it's that stems from a universal atonement theology. Right. Yes. Jesus hasn't died or that Jesus has died for every single sin that every single person has committed. Correct. Right. Yes. So, which is incredibly problematic down the road, but yes. if everybody has been, uh, elevated to a neutral status before God, <laughs> yeah. then that is true that he wouldn't be mad at anybody. But then what's the, what's the difference between a believer and an unbeliever? Right. Is it's, it's the believer. Well, yeah. Right. It's the believer in and of himself. Right. Uh, which is even more problematic. And then it, like this just snowballs. Uh, it just shows that you have to get certain things down first and then down the road. Other things are, con- are consequences of those other things that you believe first. Right. And um, so it's there's that. There's uh, There's kind of this reliance on... You know, me pulling myself up by my bootstraps and mustering up faith yeah. in and of myself. Yeah. There's even the the fact of we we honestly reject uh, what's called divine simplicity, which is that God has no parts, right? Mm-hmm. It's uh, God is not partially love and partially wrath, right? And he's not partially holy. He is those things just right. outright. His, his, uh, his attributes are his character. All right. And his essence, right? So he is wrath. He is love. He is holy mm-hmm. and on down. Um, and so what we've done is we've created an overemphasis on love on our terms. Yeah. <laughs> as opposed to love on his terms. Right. Which only happens one way. That's right. <laughs> right? Yep. Yep. Uh, it, it might, you know. Some people might be getting the uh, previously mentioned hernias and hemorrhoids that we talked about, <laughs> but it's, that, it's just fact. It is. It is. So, um, yeah, there's there's a, and I think we've also lost, you know, we've lost the notion of God being a just judge, and we've also lost the notion of the uh, seriousness of our sin. And I've heard this um uh this analogy uh before where I, I could I could tell a lie to my granddaughter 
mm-hmm. my punishment is nothing. Right. I can tell a lie to my wife, and I might sleep on the couch. Right. I can tell a lie to my boss, I might lose my job. I can mm-hmm. tell a lie to the government, and I might go to prison. Mm-hmm. Insert rant about prisons being inhumane right here. But anyway. <laughs> so the point is, right, that it's the same sin, the same thing happened, but the level of punishment goes up based on the level of authority of the person that I've sinned against. Yes. And when you ramp up a, a, a what people will call a white lie, mm-hmm. when you've lied, you've lied not only to the person, right? But you've also lied against lied to God. Right. That sin is against God, yep. who is infinitely more powerful, more just, yep. more wrathful. And that one white lie becomes punishable by eternity in hell. Yep. And we have we just we don't believe that as 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 a as a church. Right. As a as a nation, especially, but especially in, in the church itself, mm-hmm. we don't see ourselves as the, all that, all that bad. We assume. I can't tell you how many times I've talked to people who say I'm a good person after they've just described whatever exploits yes, <laughs> they've engaged yes, in. Yes. Uh, so I'm a good person. Ergo, most people are good people, right? Oh, well, you know, Hitler was the exception or whatever. Yeah. Never mind that Vody Bauckham has said, you know, except for grace, you're just as bad as Hitler. That's right. Yeah. Uh, he, he said it's, it's grace from God that babies are so small. Otherwise, they would all kill their parents in their sleep. <laughs> and eat them. Yeah. Yeah, right? Like, we don't understand how how jacked up we are and how big and holy God is. And so we think whether God has wrath against our sin or against someone else in general, you know, that's that's kind of the dirty side of Christianity. We, won't, we don't want to talk about that. Right. God loves yeah. everybody unconditionally, which the Bible never says. No, it doesn't. Um, nor does it ever talk about your, quote-unquote, personal relationship with God. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it just doesn't It doesn't speak in those terms. It doesn't. Um, so it's, it's one of those things where we need to promote what the Bible says and run with it if yeah. we actually say say we believe what the Bible says. I, I just had a conversation with a guy uh, last week who was a former pastor in a small town and it was Southern Baptist. So they were at the, you know, they were basically, you know, they had a pastor and the pastor was employed by the church and the deacons could basically do away with them whenever they wanted mm-hmm. kind of thing, uh, which we would disagree with. Right. Uh, but that was the reality. And he was having this conversation with this deacon. I don't remember what the context was, but he's like, here is, here is what the Bible says. And it says the exact opposite of what you're saying. And the deacon closed the Bible. He's like, we're not going to talk about that. Dude. <laughs> you're, you're in for a bad time, dude. Yeah. Uh, but, That's the truth. But we do the same thing because we want to nuance everything to death. Yeah. Like there are... there. Don't get me wrong. There are th- things where we need to have nuance. But if the Bible says the sky is blue, <laughs> then it's blue. Then it's blue. Yeah. If it's if the, if if the Bible says the sky is plaid, the sky is plaid. But yes. it, obviously, it doesn't say that. But um, <laughs> the point being, 
stop being ashamed of what the Bible says. Yeah, agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's what Paul said. Romans one. Yeah. Not ashamed of the gospel. So, so why yeah. would we? Right. Don't be ashamed of wrath. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And wrath is a wrath from God is a good thing. Yes. Because God is good. Yes. All the time. Yes. And all the time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna fall for it, are you? Nope. <laughs> all right. Any other uh, any other things you want to point out? About, uh, I think we should start singing about wrath. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I, I put in the notes, like you know, Christian, and I've said it on on your podcast before. Christian mm-hmm. metal exists because we don't sing imprecatory psalms. Yeah, but I can't understand what they're singing. Well, you know what I mean. Is, I do. Like, so this is from becoming the archetype. Uh, so very Christian name there. Sure. Uh, so from their song "End of the Age," the. The earth is shaking because of his wrath. The mountains tremble at the sound of his voice. He pulls down the sky to crush his enemies. He descends upon them with fire. And then the chorus is, he is clothed in greatness. His voice resounds throughout the earth. I like it. Like, why would you not sing that in a church? I know. Well, I can see why you wouldn't sing it in a church if your voice has to pig squeal to do it. Well, they don't pig squeal. Well, I'm talking about the lyrics in and of themselves, <laughs> not the style okay. with which they put were. That, put that with a nice one, four, five, six, and we can <laughs> and we can talk. We might have to work in a two here and there. <laughs> and a two is fine. Uh, I like a two in there. We played some twos today. Mm-hmm. So anyway, and the wheels didn't fall off in they the second not. service. No, they almost did for me at the first song, and then I kind of recovered. Yeah, it was fine. It was almost a train wreck for me though. No, I didn't hear any train wrecks. Well, I said almost. Okay. All right. I hit the little horn. Doot, doot. You know, this car stopped coming across the tracks and stuff like that. So it wasn't a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You better wrap this up before uh, this turns into so. a train wreck I itself. I think so. I think we're about, to, uh, we're about to stall out in the crossing. All right. Uh, well, if you've got any co- questions or comments about anything we've talked about today, uh, I know some of that was is somewhat controversial in some church circles. So deal uh, with it. We would be glad to have further that conversation with you. And uh, we appreciate everyone listening today and not uh, not killing us, not being wrathful. I got nothing. Okay. Uh, so get your questions and comments, ask at all save it seven days, ask at all seven days.com. Mm-hmm. Send your voicemail or text to eight, six, four, six, six, zero, nine, four, seven, three. Join the all seven days hangout on Facebook. Let others know about the podcast. Support us all seven days.com slash shop or anchor.fm slash all seven days. This is the all seven days podcast where the goal is to get you to think so highly of God that you forget about yourself. Now go give someone what you value most today. Mm-hmm.